Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, and welcome back to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for listening. Uh, as I record this, it is Monday evening. Uh, quite pleased with myself to be getting some of the uh, podcast episode editing uh, done on Monday night instead of leaving it all till Tuesday night just before I have to release it. So, uh, getting a little bit ahead of the game this week. Uh, this past weekend didn't get up to a whole lot, just the usual family running around and that sort of thing. But uh, did manage on Saturday with uh, my oldest daughter, Jillian, to get down to uh, Okotoks and Big Sky Barbecue Pit. Had a few minutes to chat with Rob Bolton, owner down there, and get a podcast episode recorded. So pay attention, listen in for that coming up down the way. And also, uh, while we were out there, they were hosting an event for One Broken Biker and got to chat with... uh, couple of the folks from One Broken Biker for a minute. They're a fantastic organization supporting motorcyclists that have been injured while riding. Uh, So please check them out at onebrokenbiker.org and uh, look at the fantastic work they are doing. Um, Yeah, really neat stuff and was a pleasure to meet them and see all the the folks out there. It was their poker run and uh, was finishing up at Big Sky. And Big Sky is a big supporter of that organization. So good work on everyone involved in that. This week's episode, Pam Licken from Hard Knox Brewery down in Black Diamond, Alberta. Had a chance to uh, get in and see them about a month or so ago. Uh, They are a fairly new craft brewery here in Alberta and uh, had a real nice little conversation with Pam. So check that out coming right up. But before we do that, just a quick reminder to go check us out at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca. That's our website. There you'll find links to this podcast, links to my uh, Ryan Eats Barbecue blog, an Alberta barbecue restaurant listing, and, uh, of course, the all-important t-shirt shop. Check it out. We've got the uh, Support Your Local Butcher t-shirts uh, available now and also doing pre-orders on a couple other designs the hashtag alberta bbq t-shirt and the support your local rancher t-shirt so please uh, check it out and support the show and support our efforts to promote barbecue in alberta without any further ado folks let's uh, roll into this week's episode with pam licken from hard Knox brewery <laughs> Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. It is uh, Sunday of the August Long Weekend, and I'm in Black Diamond, Alberta, finding myself at the Hard Knox Brewery. I was out on the Alberta Barbecue Trail uh, at Big Sky Barbecue, and I had a tweet from the folks here at Hard Knox that if I was in Okotoks at uh, Big Sky, I should continue on down the road and check them out. So here I am, and I'm happy to be sitting here with Pam Licken. Welcome, Pam. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. Uh, last minute, but glad we could make it work. Uh, so here, Hard Knocks, you said, is a, a fairly new operation here in Black Diamond. Tell me about uh, the brewery, how long you've been in business, and what's uh, what came to, how it came to be. Okay, sure. Yeah, we're 10 weeks young. Awesome. Um, we had a soft opening May long, and we waited for all our landscaping and the decor, etc., to be completed 
inside the tap room before we had our grand opening, which was just last weekend. And it was a huge success. We were very happy with um, the turnout. And Hard Knocks is uh, owned by myself and my brother, Corey Licken. Um, We found ourselves in a position a few years back, being unemployed and needing to do something different. And my brother actually hadn't worked for a couple of years as an oil and gas engineer. So, you know, one of those victims. Uh, And the only thing that he's ever thought would be really cool to have was a um, microbrewery. Ever since he drank uh, Huckleberry Ale down in Montana about 12 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And then myself, I've always drank um, import beer ever Mm -hmm. since I lived in England at the age of 22. Okay. Uh, So it's been a long time since uh, a mass-produced beer has has that that I've ever drank anyway. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we sit, just kind of all fell into place, you know, talking mm-hmm. to people one day um, at a family and friend barbecue and they said, oh, what are you going to do? Corey mentioned, you know, the microbrewery. They told us that, well, we have a friend that builds breweries. You should talk to them. He's out in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just snowballed from there. One thing, one thing, one thing led to another, yeah. And so. it literally all the stars aligned for us. Yeah. And and now we here we find us in a brand new building here in Black Diamond, right? Which happens to be our stomping grounds. Um, my brother and I are from Millerville, right? And we graduated from Oilfield, so we've been in this area for 40 years. And we just knew that it was a nice little tourist hub that we felt yeah. a, a brewery would really benefit both. Uh, the community, um, a good location for us, yep. and um, and also, yeah, just help with the economic times here in this small town of Black Diamond. Absolutely. Well, it's a great, uh, great location right off of the, the highway here, uh, the Cowboy Trail. Yes. So it's, uh, lots of traffic. You're mentioning, what was the numbers you said? There's uh, uh, 10,000 cars drive by our front door uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. That's the stats from uh, 2015 yeah. from Alberta Transportation. So. That also, uh, you know, uh, we are we are happy to secure this location, yeah. being highway frontage mm-hmm. like this, because we could have been stuck down in, you know, then yeah. little business park and re- been really difficult to find. Yes. And this way, you know, it's uh, easy to capitalize on the tourist traffic, yeah. especially on the weekends. Absolutely, that's awesome. Um, tell me what you see happening with the the craft beer, the microbrewery culture here in Alberta. Well, it seems to be growing. Yes, it's growing. It's growing um, leaps and bounds, of course. And uh, I mean, there's. I think it's only at fifty percent of where it can, you know, level out. Right. Uh, we got a huge province, mm-hmm. and yeah, places like Calgary are getting, you know, thirty, forty breweries, uh, and, and likewise in Edmonton, there's more and more coming. Yeah. But you know, when you look at the whole picture, mm-hmm. and if you compare us to the likes of BC, yeah. we're not even close to saturation. In, in our opinion no. and um, we're just excited to see hopefully in a year or two when we'll be able to have our own cowboy ale trail yes. with you know with a, um, a couple of breweries opening up in Okotoks hopefully in the next year or two so and a brewery opening in Bright Creek um, and of course Cochrane has uh, one or two um, mm-hmm. High River has a uh, um, a small brewery as well that they opened actually on May long weekend along okay, with us. So yeah, once once we can actually connect a bunch of uh, breweries, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there's also far Turner Valley. Uh, they don't have a tap room yet. Okay. But I do know that that's in the plans. Awesome. So that would be helpful. And yeah. then of course we also have Eau, Eau Claire Distillery in, in yeah, Turner Valley. Yes. 
and they've been around for three or four years. We're good friends with them, Super. and we're trying to do some collaborations with oh, them excellent. on tours. Yeah. Go for a gin, go for a beer, yeah. have some lunch in, in one yeah. of our towns. Yeah, my wife's a fan of their gin. So yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yes. Their cocktails are amazing. Yeah. Now, with the beer situation for the craft, uh, the smaller breweries, the, the government made some changes a couple of years ago. Yeah, so that's I kind of opened up the market. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And, and so, for my brother and I, it was truly a business opportunity because we, we're not brewers. Right. You know, we're, we drink beer, yep. and uh, it's more a, a business entrepreneurial um, decision for us. Right. And that came about because I guess it'll be probably four years now that, that the ago, government okay. changed the rules to no minimums required right. to be able to open up a brewery. Right. So before, before I believe it was five hundred thousand liters, you had to um, come out and make right off the ga- out the gates. Right. And that's pretty much impossible. Yeah. When you pro- first very start prohibitive out. for a small operation. To yeah. Do that, right? Just financially, so. it's not in the reach of many people. No. So that has opened up the market. Yeah. Now it's zero minimums, the, uh, and that's why you can actually go into a place and they make you know one keg at a time yep. or. Um, a five barrel system which is you know approximately 10 cakes okay. at a time yep. yeah well, that's super nice to see the uh, government working with us a little bit it is it's nice help to, things out. especially when you see like BC has had it for they're in their 25th year of being an amazing craft beer industry right. Ontario probably 30 plus Quebec mm-hmm. and um, you know it's proven that it, it helps economically Absolutely. the the province, the towns, everywhere. Yeah. So Alberta's, Alberta's always seems to be a little bit slow in, in some of the things when it comes to alcohol, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. So and that's when you get the government involved, it yeah. uh, slows things down, right? It does indeed. So tell me about your beers here. I do have a, a flight here in front of me with some of your uh, <coughs> your beers. So what uh, what can you tell me about the beers we have here? Yeah. So what you're going to be drinking today are the number one there. That's our Grunt Work. Okay. Um, it's a Vienna Ale. Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, we're the only brewery in Alberta presently brewing a Vienna Ale. Um, it's a it's an easy drinker, um, uh, smooth, um, but like as smooth as drinking the actual lager, but a little bit of a, a malt flavor to yep. it. And um, it is actually our uh, number one seller. Yep, I can see why. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. We've converted actually women that are wine drinkers to our okay. grunt work Vienna. Yeah. Yep. Then the next one is the white. Yes, that is our um, our blonde. She said white. Let me have a. Let me just have a little (laughs) smell. I'm not sure. Hey there, folks. Ryan here. Uh, At this point in the recording with Pam, we had a bit of an interruption. Uh, A buddy of mine knew I was there, didn't realize we were recording at the time, and uh, walked up. So this seems like a uh, super place to take a quick break uh, for a word about the Alberta Barbecue Trail. Hey there, folks. Have you checked out the Alberta Barbecue Trail yet? Please give us a visit at www.albertabbqtrail.ca. We're also on Twitter at BBQ underscore trail and on Instagram at Alberta BBQ Trail. Big Sky Barbecue Pit in Okotoks, Alberta. Bell Southern Kitchen and Bar in Calgary. Big T's Barbecue and Smokehouse in Calgary. Patty's Barbecue and Brewery also in Calgary. Rocky Mountain Barbecue Catering in Calgary, and Old Smokies Barbecue Shack up in Rocky Mountain House, Alberta. Those are the great restaurants participating in the Alberta Barbecue Trail. Please check them out. Hit the trail. Now, back to the show. Hey 
that is our Knox Light. Knox Light. That's a okay. blonde ale. Yeah, okay. And uh, it, it's also one of our flagships. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole reason for brewing that was to be a, um, a, a kind of our cowboy beer. Okay. Given our area, there's a yeah. lot of cowboys, farmers, ranchers that probably haven't even heard of uh, craft beer or yeah. been to England. A little lighter or, flavor than yeah, the Yeah, uh, exactly. Vienna. So yeah. Um, just something to... to convert the Bud and Molson drinkers to our blonde. Yeah, I was going to say, just a good thirst quencher on a hot day. Right? Exactly, yeah. And we've got the Rebel Rouser. Rebel Rouser. So this is a New England IPA. Okay. It is just one of our seasonals for the summertime. Uh, a uh, hazy beer? Yeah, very yeah. hazy beer. True to the style. Um, it's hazy and very citrusy. Uh, an IBU of only 40, so not extremely uh, bitter for IPAs. Okay. But it's a nice, again, a, kind of a refreshing way to introduce people to an IPA. Okay, so tell, I've heard the term IBU before. What, yeah. Tell me what that International is. International Bitter Unit. Okay. So the higher the higher the number, the more bitter it is. Yep. Yeah. And our flagship, which you um, we've tapped out of, so it'll be a couple of weeks before it comes back uh, into the tap room, is called Dusty Trail. Okay. It's an American-style IPA. Yep. It is 60 IBU, and um, it uh, he does a dry hop finish on it, so that allows... It leaves a nice, smooth finish at the end and doesn't leave that bitterness lingering in one's um, inner mouth. So um, that is our flagship, and obviously we've sold out of it, so that's a good sign. Somebody's liking it, obviously. exactly. So tell me, and I'm not a a beer person, I drink some beer, but start to finish to create the product. What kind of a time frame are you looking at? Um, I mean, by the time your ingredients arrive, uh, it really depends on the um, length of the fermentation, how long you know the yeast takes for it to ferment. And I'm not an expert by any okay. means either. Um, but I, you know, it can be done within uh, fermentation can end in like 10, 10 to fourteen days, somewhere okay. in there. All right. But really, from start to finish to packaging, we can usually. Um, Accomplish that all within three weeks. Okay, so yeah. it's fairly a quick turnaround then. Yeah, if you, it is a quick turnaround. Uh, if you do run out of something, it's yeah. Nuts. And of course, that's all down to our brewmaster and yep. um, the style of beer he's making. And right. uh, my understanding is, you know, there are some styles that uh, will take a little bit longer, sure. and others that that don't. And again, it, it, you're really at the mercy of the yeast how yeah. how fast it ferments. Okay. Yeah. Now, what sort of a capacity do you have here for brewing? For brewing, uh, for brewing we, how many different beers could you have on the go at, at once? Well, um, we, we're looking to have at least eight on uh, tap here okay. in the tap room. Yeah. Um, to market, we'll just come out with our four flagships in cans, right. and, yep. and also cans, they're yeah. available in kegs for growler bars and yep. bars alike. Um, our capa- we have what's called a 20-barrel system. And we actually talk in both imperial and metric, sure. unfortunately. Um, so right. it's a 20-barrel uh, system. We have three 40-hectoliter fermentation tanks, um, which is the equivalent of like 4,600 liters okay. per batch. So yeah. um, in order to fill those tanks, he does a double batch of uh, the recipe. Okay. And we have three of those. So right now... Um, he has to finish those off, and then he can brew another three. Right. So ideally, um, we would have a fourth tank so that we could always have our four flagships right. being brewed and throw a couple in between in the mix. Right. Um, we look to expand to getting some 60 uh, fermentation tanks and have already seen that it's something that we're going to have to do in the near future. Well, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. The other, the other uh, beers that he brews, he does it on his pilot system. And he'll brew, um, it's a half barrel pilot system, okay. uh, so it only really gives you 40 some liters per uh, 
beer. And you're, the fourth one there that you're going to taste is um, Dirty Lager, which is his brown ale. And that, yep. that was a, um, a pilot batch. Okay. Um, we have bought some more fermentation uh, one-barrel uh, tanks so that he'll be able to... T- if, if he makes his next barley wine, which was a huge hit uh, here in the tap room, and we really tap out of it within about um, two weekends, oh, wow. yep. if not sooner. Yep. So he'll make, um, say, three or five barrels of it at a time now. That's nice, the dirty, a little heavier. Yeah, uh, a little darker, I, uh, darker beer for sure. Yeah, it's a nut brown style. Yep. And um, yeah, kind of. Still smooth though, not is, exceptionally yep. bitter yep. or anything, yeah. but a nice multi flavor yeah, to it. My, my tastes tend towards the lighter beers yeah, for likewise. sure. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's nice though. It, um, Some chocolate notes there. I was going to say chocolate, I almost said coffee. Yeah, but, uh, yeah and coffee, yeah, yeah, a little bit coffee. there. Yeah. Depending on your palate, people pick up those notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also the base of our Sun Up to Sundown, okay, which, uh, is which is our fourth flagship, and okay. it's a, a nut brown style with a hint of banana. Okay, And we're canning that on Tuesday. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So the canning you're just selling here, or is it available nope, in stores? No, it'll, it'll, you should see it hitting the liquor stores here in awesome. the next week or so, yeah. and by the end of August, hopefully we'll be on a number of shelves, and yeah. um, our brand will start being even more noticeable than just here in the tap room. Now, what's the pro? I'm curious what the process is for a company such as yourself to get your product into the beer stores. Yeah, it's, it can be a process. Yeah, but basically, you know, we have hired a full-time sales manager, okay. um, and he just goes around and builds the relationships. Mm-hmm. Whether it be someone like Co-op, you have to go to their head office. Right. So you build a relationship with Co-op. They taste your beer, and depending on you know if they feel their um, customers will like it, we'll be determined if they bring it on the shelf. And it, it really comes down to that one person right. tasting your beer now is i guess where I, where I was going with that is the store say let's use co-op as the example are they able to purchase it directly through you oh okay or yeah is there so a, a government or middleman there's there a, alberta is. connect or it's something called liquor connect liquor connect right it's the distribution warehouse right. for the entire province of alberta so yeah everything goes through them yeah right. more or less you can have direct so we do so it's called the warehouse and yeah. liquor connects the one warehouse oh. and then hard okay. has their own warehouse okay. so we can um direct distribute here and we will do that for our local liquor stores okay. our local restaurants okay. where it's easy for us to just drop it off um, or in South Calgary, something right. like that. Okay, so you're, you are able to do that. We are just allowed sell directly to, do that. to yeah. the liquor stores. Yeah, okay, and it's just sure. different paperwork, basically. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, everything you ship it up to Liquor Connect. Right. And whether it's a someone in High Level or someone in Lethbridge, right. um, it, they, it's up in St. Albert. Yep. It all comes from there. So, right. and okay. even in Calgary, if it's someone in North Calgary, yeah. they we have to ship it all the way to St. Albert, and then yep. it comes back comes to back. them. Yeah. So it's a, you know, we're hoping that they would uh, open up a southern yeah. distribution warehouse, and hopefully we'll see that come in the next, mm-hmm. I don't know, five, ten years or something. Yep, it's hard to say. Yep. So uh, this is a barbecue podcast, of course. Yes. So how do you, where would you see your beers kind of pairing up with, uh, with barbecue? Oh, no, that's you, a good, that's yeah. a good question. Well, all beer definitely goes well with barbecue. Sure, yeah. um, I do know that. Um, the bitterness of IPAs tend to go well with uh, spicy foods, okay. and um, especially especially the New England style mm-hmm. um, with that citrusy hop. It just mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, nice, I believe yeah. it's a nice would pair well with that. Um, 
our Vienna malt, uh, and these are this is my guesstimate because um, I'm not a, a, a connoisseur on food pairing, but um, uh, I'm gonna say that the the Vienna malt would go really nice with a pork barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, just complement um, the sweetness of you know a barbecue sauce and nothing yeah. too spicy. Yeah. Um, lagers, uh, of course, I think um, well it's not a lager but our blonde. Um, again, you know, it could balance well with uh, pretty much any barbecue, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, they, the browns, um, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, I don't know how well that would pair with barbecue. I would say more with, like, a good steak. Yeah. yeah. That's my that's my thoughts. Instead of a glass of red wine and a yeah. nice, uh, darker beer, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's awesome. So what, uh, obviously, uh, just getting going here with you guys anything else uh coming down the line for you You talked about maybe expanding the production a little bit production um yeah we're we've actually got a lot of events coming up like uh we're going to be in okotoks at the show and shine we're entering the we're going to enter a hard knocks team into the chili cook-off okay Uh, so we're trying and we've got um, a music festival here in town um, we're at the Millerville Market every Saturday, okay. so we're we're trying to be a part of the community as well, Absolutely. and get our name out that way. But also, you know, um, be involved in events that help help the Kingsmen or the Elks Club or the Legion here in town by, you know, them purchasing our beer directly from us yeah. at wholesale and giving them a little bit higher profit margin right, for their charity. Oh, so great. Well, things great, like that. Great to give back a little, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, where can folks find you? Uh, the physical location and then on online, social media? Online. So we're, we have a Facebook page. Please follow us there. Um, we have Instagram. We have Twitter. And we also have our website, hardknocksbrewery.com. Um, not to be confused with brewing because that's out of the States and it's a cafe. So it is brewery. Um, and, yeah, we're... We're pretty active on social media. Um, we're on Yelp. We're on Google Business, and we try to keep the information as updated as yeah, possible. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Pam, thank you again for uh, coming out to yeah, thanks, meet with Ryan. me on short notice and uh, great beer. And yeah, the... let's get uh, Barbie's Big Sky our beer on tap in Big Sky so they can well, enjoy I'll, the barbecue. I'll, I'll put a plug into Rob. Over yeah, there. I know Rob. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been bugging him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pam, thank you very much. And folks, if you're out and about in Southern Alberta. Uh, stop in at Hard Knocks. That's uh, K-N-O-X, Hard Knocks Brewery in Black Diamond. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. That is it for another episode of the podcast, folks. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening. And again, thank you to Pam Licken from Hard Knocks Brewery. It was great uh, getting out to the beer, uh, the brewery, trying some of your great beers, and meeting you and uh, spending a few minutes with you. Appreciate it. And uh, get out to uh, Black Diamond, folks. Take that little road trip, uh, a visit to Big Sky in Okotoks, and then Black Diamond for some beer. A great afternoon little road trip from Calgary. Uh, Get out there and uh, support these local companies. If you like what you've been hearing, folks, please give us a subscription. Rate the podcast, review it, share it with your friends. Let me know what's uh, your thoughts on it, your comments on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue, on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue, and by email. Send me an email, eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. 
And while you're out and about, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail at www.albertabbqtrail.ca. The passport program starting October the 1st. Check the website for details and visit your Alberta Barbecue Trail restaurant to get in on the action. Next week on the podcast, a trip up uh, Highway 2 to Red Deer and a visit with Dylan from Red Boar Smokery. Great chat up there and also got to meet another one of the podcast listeners. Thanks again once, as always, to my friend Alan Horbin for the music. Until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.